Welcome to Step Monsters, a podcast all about the highs and lows of step parenthood. I'm Bailey. And I'm Elise. We're two friends bonded by this crazy stepmom world. So this is episode one. We're so excited to have all of you listening to us. And we're even more excited to be able to share our stories with everyone. The two of us have been step parents for a couple of years, but have seen the highs and lows and have come to experience pretty much anything that you can imagine in the stepmom or step parent world. So we we named our podcast Step Monsters to kind of just take a play on, you know, how step parents are often painted in the media and in stories that you read and in movies that you see. Well, I think the interesting thing about our podcast will be all of the people who have seen these Disney movies where it's Cinderella and the evil stepmother and all the things that, you know, we've got to combat and just to make light of it. We're not all evil. Some of us. We're a little bit evil, but we're not a hundred percent evil. <laughs> so first we thought it would be good to to start off by telling you how we met and then maybe go into a little bit of each other's backgrounds and how we came into the role of step parenthood. Yeah, just the reason that we decided to start this podcast. I think it's like kind of randomly fallen into place, but we're here for it. So Elise and I met because our husbands work together. So every year, the company that our husbands work for takes them on a gorgeous tropical vacation. And uh, I think we were going to Cabo when yeah, we met. Was yeah, right? I remember correctly, it was Cabo because that was the first trip that we had been on that we, we'd been with the company and met you. And we kicked it off once we both realized we were stepmoms. Yes, I knew immediately that we would get along because you were someone that looked and seemed closer to my age. And I very much so felt like an outcast in that crowd. Totally. So immediately when I saw you, I thought to myself, okay, I think she's someone that I can probably buddy up to and maybe have some things in common with. And turns out we had a lot more in common than we even thought. So much in common. And even like, the more we got to know each other, because even as a stepmom, I think we all feel like, oh, you know, there's this age gap sometimes between ourselves and our significant others, and you're not really forthcoming. So I think it took a couple meetings for us to get into the nuances of like, oh, yeah, actually, we both have the same age gap. So that explains why all these people on the trip are seemingly older than us. (laughs) (laughs) But having just as much fun as we are, I mean, we're all there for the same reasons to enjoy the sun and the drinks. So, but yeah, it was an easy connection for sure. And the, the idea for this podcast came together when I was on a work trip and ended up visiting you in Illinois. And we probably had more wine than either of us care to admit. (laughs) And never, never. You were telling me a story about the fact that your, I think it was your mother-in-law suggested that you write a book. Yeah. So she was not very heavily involved in um, a relationship with my husband when he was married to his ex. And so we've kind of made a point to like kind of rebuild that relationship. And the more that she's seen kind of the struggles of what we've dealt with, she said to me, you know, you're, you really should think about writing a book. And she had done some research and there's not a lot of books on ways that stepmoms can cope with some of the different legal and personal and emotional things that we deal with. And in talking between you and I, we're like, you know what? People don't read books anymore. 
let's do a podcast. So that's kind of how it kicked off after a few glasses of wine and that thought, here we are, which I'm super excited about. I'm really hoping that anyone that's listening in can benefit at least slightly from anything that we might have to offer. We were so excited about the idea and so dead set on it. You purchased a microphone on Amazon (laughs) that night, right? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. And I have to tell you the funniest story about this microphone. Not only when I sent you the photo of it, were you like, okay, that looks like a minion with, what'd you say? A small minion with a small penis. We had originally thought when I was traveling last week that we were going to record our first podcast. And so I packed this bad boy up in my suitcase. I made sure it was wrapped up in a towel. I like had all the cords and everything I needed for my computer. And we are TSA pre-check. So we don't really have to take anything out of our bags. And we, my bag goes through the scanner and the woman like blushingly says to me, she's like, um, there's something in your suitcase that looks like a flashlight. Do you know what that is? So, and my husband and I both looked at each other and we're like, we have no idea what that could be. And I'm like, um, was there like a bottle of some sort or I don't know. And she didn't even investigate. She literally just sent it through. So we're like, does she think it's like a vibrator? Like what is in the bag? And it was the mystery of what is in the bag. And it was on our way home. So when we went to record our first podcast this evening, I opened up my suitcase because of course I'm procrastinating unpacking. And I'm like, I know exactly what she thought was in the bag and what it was. So it looks like a dildo and it's actually my recording microphone. So here we are. It's fine. Went through TSA. They thought I had a dildo in my bag and didn't even check it, even though it was slightly alarming. Of course they didn't want to check it. (laughs) Could you imagine what would have happened if they would have unwrapped your bag, unzip it with the full audience of people watching? (laughs) Oh my gosh. But we had like a huge laugh after that. And I could not wait to tell you that story. I mean, that was just absolutely insanity. So why don't you give our listeners a little rundown of sort of your stepmom setup, your situation, how you and your husband met, and how you ended up in this stepmom role? Yeah, so I was 26. I had just about, I don't know, three years prior started my career um, at a well-known company in Indianapolis and had progressed and had a a team of folks that I was leading was in a serious relationship for two years. We broke up a good friend of mine who I was organizing a fundraising event with said to me, you know, I know you're really sad about your breakup, but you should meet my brother. And I'm like, tell me about him. And she's like, well, he's newly divorced. And I am like, uh, red flag number one. And I'm like, does he have any kids? She said, yes, he has two. And so I said, no, I'm good. Thanks though. And she didn't give me any pushback. She just let me do my thing. And then a week later we were putting on the fundraiser that we were organizing and I was working the beer and wine table with my sister-in-law. And um, this guy comes up and I look at my sister-in-law and I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy is hot. And so he was the only guy I didn't know at the fundraiser. So I walk up to his sister, who I was good friends with, and I said, who is that guy? And she's like, that's my brother. And I'm like, seriously, you couldn't have like shown me a photo of him or like you're in sales. You couldn't have like sold him better to me. And she started laughing and she's like, you know, I don't know what to tell you. But then we started chatting, headed off, 
started dating um, long distance. He, I was in Indianapolis. He was in Chicago. He attempted to break up with me briefly, which he's mortified that I'm going to mention, but he came crawling back. And here we are, you know, seven years later, almost in December with our ours baby married and living in Chicago. So we have two, I well, rather I have two stepdaughters. He has two daughters, 15 and 13. So, you know, I've known them for quite some time and gone through the challenges of raising girls who are formidable to the changes around them to who they are now as teenagers and how they're trying to figure out who they are and what life is going to bring them and their next steps moving forward and roll in a pandemic, which has everything else included in that. So that's our story. What about you, Bailey? Yeah, my, my husband and I actually met at work. So we worked at an ad agency in Arizona. And when he first started, it's funny, my stepkids actually just love me telling this story because they find it so hilarious. But when I first met him, he had started late in December sometime. And the first couple of months that we worked together, I actually did not like him. I just, I found him, I thought he was arrogant (laughs) and he argued with me about everything. (laughs) And he was you know, leading up one team and I had, you know, another team. So we found ourselves in situations where we had to try to figure out how to work together. And I just could not get it off my brain. Of course, I thought he was good looking, but I'm like, this guy, this guy wants to fight with me about everything. <laughs> why is, why does he just want to keep fighting me? And it's like the playground mentality where your mom's like, you know what the boys on the playground picking on you? It's because they like you. Right. Yeah. Well, he was married at the time. So I'm guessing that wasn't the case. But we worked together for, gosh, I don't know, probably maybe three years before he ended up getting divorced. And um, when I met him, I was also in a serious relationship. I'd been with my boyfriend for almost four years. We were building a house together. But as time went on and the more I got to know him, the more I was like, "Ah, all right, he's okay. (laughs) And he ended up getting divorced. And we ended up at a happy hour. Happy hour was like a daily thing at the agency that we worked at, not exaggerating. We were on a very popular street with a ton of bars within walking distance. So everybody was always at happy hour by 4 p.m. every day. And we ended up at a happy hour alone after everybody had left. And I ended up getting to know him a little bit better outside of the work scenario, which I liked a lot better. <laughs> and you know, I mean, the, the rest from there is it's kind of history, right? I mean, we were very slow introducing me to his kids. I mean, they, you know, all they knew was their mom and they were still, I think, so let's see, we have a girl who's 19 right now. And then his son is 16 right now. And we've been together since 2014. So six years. So they were so relatively young when we started dating and neither of us really wanted to push anything. I, I grew up with a stepdad and a stepmom. So I kind of was used to having them be a part of my life, but not always by choice. (laughs) I didn't always want it to be that way. So we really wanted to try to take the opportunity to do something different. So we spent time with them in a group setting first with, you know, mutual friends and coworkers, and then slowly got to a point where I think they invited me bowling or something was the first time the four of us all hung out. And 
his son actually is the one who he still to this day will take credit for us getting married and dating. But he says that he was the first one to invite me over. And he was the first one to suggest that I spend the night when I did. (laughs) Okay, that's interesting. And you know what, like, I must say, so when I met the girls, it was so much the same thing, same as yours. And I think this is kind of like why we jived is we both waited quite a bit of time. So it was like eight months for Joe and I dating. And then the girls knew that we were planning to meet at like a public location and they were excited. You know, they were young at the time and everything was new and exciting for them. But it's kind of interesting that also you talk about your parents are divorced. And so you've dealt with that previously while my parents are still married, but I have grandparents who are divorced. And so I've seen it play out, you know, in the long term for that sort of scenario. But yeah. So how did it go after you met them? It, I mean, it went, it went great. You know, we still took things slow and really just let them sort of lead the way. I think we went on a Disney trip together. And shortly after that, they suggested that I move in. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's certainly not been all daisies and roses. We've we've had our ups and downs as you would expect with any teenager, not exclusive to step parenting, most definitely. But I am happy to say that I've mostly have a great relationship with both of them. And, you know, we were able to to navigate the majority of the teenage years without any huge issues between us and the kids, between us and my husband's ex-wife. And I mean, that throws, you know, a whole nother wrench into a relationship that you really, really don't expect to, to have when you think about your future marriage. And it just, it's not anything that as much as you mentally prepare for it, it's not really anything that you can actually prepare for. So hopefully through this podcast, we can help give people a little bit of a glimpse into what they're getting themselves into it's important to feel like you have a support system around you and you have people that can empathize with what you're going through and what you've already been through. And maybe there'll be some good advice that comes out of it. Yeah. And you know, I think the nice thing is that you and I both have very different perspectives and things that have happened and situational awareness. So, you know, while my husband and I maintain great relationships with the kids, there's the other factor of them wanting to please their mom and, there's been some hard times for us when they just want to please her. And so, you know, it it makes it hard on what we are trying to do as parents. And I think the hardest part is kind of understanding our roles and and where we're at and where it fits into the family dynamic. And so it it definitely makes it super interesting. Yeah. Navigating a pandemic with teenagers in two different households is something that I don't think I was ever mentally prepared for. Thankfully, there's lots of wine in this world and there's no shortage of that. So I think I think we're going to make it out of 2020. Okay. <laughs> what would we do without wine? I know, right? By the way, we're now taking wine sponsorships for the podcast. <laughs> we'll promote any wine subscription. <laughs> gladly, gladly. Absolutely, we will. So I think another thing that spurred us to start this podcast is there's not a lot of content out there about being a stepmom. And it's few and far between as many stepmoms as there are. Truly, how many in your life have you met that you're like, holy hell, I'm a stepmom too? Not many. Yeah. I can't even name two people like in my close community 
What about you in Arizona? I know a few, but none that I talk to regularly and none that I would consider a direct support group. So where I find my support is through a handful of books, some were helpful, some were not, a handful of podcasts here and there, and just conversations with my husband on why am I so upset about this? Or does this make sense? Am I crazy? And continuing to make sure that he and I are on the same page, because if we weren't, it would be a totally different scenario. But thankfully, we are. And I am grateful to be able to share everything that we've learned with anybody else. And you know what? Worst case scenario, even if you don't learn anything, you can come listen to most likely what is going to be some very entertaining stories. (laughs) Well, you know what? And I I find that going through different situations and even if, if I look back from the beginning of our relationship to now, I have to say that there were times early on that we were totally not on the same page. And I wanted to integrate my parenting ideology on what I thought needed to happen. And then after, like you said, reading and and doing some more research, you know, I've grown a different understanding for what works for us may not work for everyone. You know, everyone has different scenarios, but it's been a learning curve. And I think even now, seven years in, I'm still learning. And there's different situations, you know, as the kids get older, that I need to understand are ever changing. And so I have to be super self aware. We have this ridiculous stories where we're like, holy shit, why did our husband decide to do this? Why did he play this out this way? Didn't like, if he would have just done what I told him, he'd be fine. Sometimes they don't do that. They don't. Beats the, you know, their own drum. (laughs) Yeah, I can't, I can't imagine. I feel like one episode in the future, it would be highly entertaining to have both of our husbands on so that we can give any listeners a glimpse into what it's like to be on the other side, or maybe even if you're listening now, you are on the other side. You are both a bio parent and a step parent, or a bio parent that's trying to understand the woes of step monsterhood. But I'm sure our husbands have plenty to say about our situations and what we what we perhaps could have done differently in the past. Fingers crossed that they're not like, oh, Bailey and Elise are starting a podcast. Maybe we should start a podcast about dealing with the nuances of having uh, a second a hot younger wife I don't yeah, know. I mean I don't know how you phrase that but I like to say <laughs> that hot, hot younger wife and how that plays out dealing with their first wife and their second wife they can call it the uh I don't know second wife's club for men is that acceptable <laughs> I was perhaps pro- frowned upon <laughs> uh, frowned upon yeah oh, I'm just gonna sip my wine after that I think that's a great idea. Well, thank you all for listening to us babble on about how we got here and why we started this podcast. We really, truly hope that we give you something not just entertaining to listen to, but something helpful and something useful that you can share with others. So continue to tune in and we will see you next week.